Welcome back to Throwing Hands. Uh, Daniel can't be here right now, but uh, I am joined by Christos Yagos. Christos, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Just enjoying the rest of the holidays. You got New Year's coming up, and we're all hoping for a better year, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. So we're just going to hop right into it. Um, how'd you get uh, into martial arts in the first place? Oh, man. So I've played sports my whole life. Uh, I, I've always wanted to impress my dad, so... He liked sports. I was always trying to like play with the basketballs growing up, and I ended up playing football uh, from the, in fifth grade until about my junior year in high school. And then my senior year, I started to play, but I didn't want to play, so I needed a new six period. So check this out. So I don't want to play football. I was taking up my summer, so I had a six period of football. When I switched it, I had a couple of friends that were wrestlers. They were on the wrestling team, and I was like. All right, I'll use this as my sixth period. I didn't plan on wrestling. I just was going to use it as my sixth period and hang out with my friends. And then next thing you know, wrestling has practice. So we start practicing. I'm learning. I was, I was interested. And they put all the new kids together. And they put all the veterans together to like do some like takedowns. And I ended up, my first go with some kid. He's new. I'm new, but I'm, I'm, I'm an athletic. I'm an athlete. And I just, I go and... I ended up breaking his arm because he tried to post out and I fractured all the way up to his elbow. And I was like, everyone like thought I was like, why did you pick on him? I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I was a little confused. And that year, my senior year, I ended up picking up wrestling really quick, had the varsity and ended up getting the MVP in my school. So I just kind of knew I had like, you know, a knack for that kind of sport. And me and my friends watched the UFC event one day and, Chuck Liddell and Vandalay Silva. And we were like, hey, we should have a fight night, like a fight club and with MMA gloves. And we broke into the wrestling room at the end of the year and we'd had our own fight night. And I ended up knocking this kid out. He had like, he was like a 265 pounds. He had a hundred pounds on me. And um, I knocked him out and kind of like, was like, kind of like in shock myself. And I was like, I'm gonna start training. You know, I want to try out for the ultimate fighter because I found out what that was. and. I signed up for a gym later, you know, a couple of weeks later, and it just was a wrap from there. So did that, like, when you knocked him out, were you like, dang, I could do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was, yeah, after I knocked him out and I saw the Ultimate Fighter, I was like, I can do this. Because I didn't really see a whole lot of jujitsu, especially in the, in the, I didn't watch Ultimate Fighter. I knew what it was. And then and when I watched the Vandalay Silva fight, I didn't really know. Like, there wasn't much jujitsu. I watched the BJ Penn and Sean Shirk. There wasn't much jujitsu, maybe a little bit of wrestling. So, I'm thinking wrestling with punches, you know, like it's everything. I didn't really know what jujitsu was. And my first day of training, I'm going with some kid, we're rolling, and I end up getting caught with a triangle choke the first right away. Boom. And I was just like, what the heck? Like, this guy just choked me out with his legs. Did that just happen right now? Did I just, and I was like, I was, I was blown away. And three months later, I did my first jujitsu tournament, took first, and just 
stuck with it. You know, I started asking, I want to fight this and that and kind of went from there. So you obviously got pretty good with it and uh, you did well on the regional circuit in California. And then you got that call uh, to get, go up to the UFC. What was it like getting that call? Oh man. Uh, it was, it was pretty nice. So basically I had uh, won the Tachi palace title thinking I was going to get the call after that, but it never came. So I ended up fighting shortly after for the RFA title. And then I had a huge flying knee knockout. So I kind of expected the call. I was like, okay, like they can't deny me now. I just want the Tachi Palace title. I just want the RFA title. I was like, what, what, what more do they want? You know? So I kind of was expecting the call at that point. I was on a high horse and maybe like a month or two later, I was at work. I was a cook. I'm a cook for my dad's restaurant or our family business. And, uh, I just go back to my phone and it's Jason, my manager at the house. And he's, um, called me like four times left a voicemail and then he texts do you have passport so i'm like all right this is it this is it what's going on and then they he uh calls me i call him back and he's like yo you got a passport i was like yeah he's like all right you down to fight ufc this against gilbert burns <laughs> and i'm like in brazil and i was like yeah i want to travel and fight this is ufc let's go like no questions asked so I got the call. I'm excited. I'm like, going to Brazil. I thought that was so cool that I get to go to Brazil and fight. Like, I get to tell my friends. And I was like, I don't even care if I lose. Like, I'm going to Brazil to fight. Da, 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 da. And I did lose. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it was exciting. Very exciting moment. And I just I remember it like it was like yesterday. You always, you always remember the those little, like, details of, of those exciting moments. And then, yeah. What, what was it like stepping in there for the first time for you? You know... I didn't know. How, I thought I wasn't as nervous. And when I look back at it, I, I see how nervous I was. I can feel it. Um, I was just on like a little, it's bright lights. People are watching. But when I started fighting, it seemed kind of normal. Uh, it, was, it just was like a regular fight. It seemed like a regular day in the office. I had a little bit of jitters. I don't want to like, I don't want to make a bad mistake. But when you think about it too much, that's how you make mistakes. So um, it was a, uh, it, it was tough, but that calmed down, and they asked me to come back to Brazil in the same place, same arena, same country in Brazil to fight again, and I ended up being the only American to win. So, you know, yeah. you, in your first three fights in the UFC, you lose two of three, but then you've ret since returned a couple of years ago. What did you learn going back on the regional circuit that propelled you to come back into the UFC? Uh, I just uh, kept going. I, I, I found out little mistakes I was making. I think I'm maturing. I'm understanding the game a little better. How to, like, you know, pick your shots. Don't always, you know, come guns blazing like I usually like to do. So um, just being more mature, understanding the game, and then fixing and just constantly getting better. Keep training and getting better and better and trying to make mistakes and stay consistent, basically. That's about it. I'm just – I, I, I don't think I should have got cut the first time. That's the thing. You know, I didn't lose two in a row. Um, I just, they were going through some big cuts and I, they actually re-signed me. And then when they cut me, like Dana White still ended up paying out my show money for when, because they just re-signed me for a new contract, kept me on for six months and then cut me when they made a big cut. So I kind of got a bad deal on that one. Yeah, definitely. So you get back to the UFC and then you get put in against Du Bronx. Um, what were your thoughts getting back in the octagon and fighting Oliveira? 
Oh man, I wanted to. I thought I still think I can beat that guy, man. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I thought I thought that was my my ticket into like act like I never got cut. I thought this was my opportunity. This is my chance, you know. So I, I took very. I was like, this, hell yeah, like, I can beat this guy. And going into it, I looked very well. I actually won the first round. Um, busted him up a little bit. Started getting happy, and my coach told me, don't throw any overhands. Don't throw any overhands. And what do I do? I throw an overhand to get taken down and. I think my I, I'm pretty confident in my jiu-jitsu, but when I hit the ground with him, the, the goal is not to be on the ground. So I kind of got psyched out. Like, I'm not supposed to be here. That's forced to get up. And that's what my coach told me afterwards. He's like, you should have just played jujitsu with him. I got too eager to get up, which cost me my back. And you know, that guy, you can't make a mistake. He will capitalize. He's one of the best in the game right now. He's he's crushing it. And I feel like out of the seven guys he beat, I, I did the best with him. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So- Something's changing him <laughs> over, yeah. the past, over the past couple of years. Like I think, and he's like, getting that con- he's getting that confidence. He's on a tear. I would love to see that rematch in, in, in the future sometime. Yeah. Uh, so after Oliveira, you win two or three, and then you're back for your first fight in 16 months. What was it like getting back into the to the rhythm of things after being out for almost a year and a half? Um, it wasn't too much different. Well, I didn't get a camp, so. Um, that was different. And then, uh, but like getting back in there, um, I've been trying, I've been actually trying to like get my manager to book me a fight. So I was like looking, expecting it soon, not that soon, but it came and, um, it wasn't too bad. The thing that was different was the no fans, you know, I haven't done that yet. And, um, the no fans is a little tricky, but I kind of like it a little better. It kind of calms the adrenaline a little bit. And, um, it kind of feels like a training match, just like a hard training match. Like, you know, you don't, you don't get off that. You don't get off any of that energy from the crowd and all that. So it's, um, I kind of like it, but we'll see how long that lasts. I'll take advantage of it for now. Hopefully I get back in there soon. Yeah. So speaking of getting back in there soon, you get your hand raised in this one. Uh, what are your expectations going into next, next year, which is coming up in a few days? Um, I hope, hopefully I can get a fight in like, you know, March or April. I think that's a perfect little timeline. I just got to get, um, I got, I got an appointment. I'm getting an MRI on my knee. And it feels pretty good. Like I can still train. I just, one angle, it feels a little like pull. So I'm going to just get a check just to be safe. And then, uh, hopefully if nothing's too bad, I can get back in there ASAP. Well, you heard it here, folks. He's, he's going to get, get back in there as soon as possible. Where can they find you on social media? Uh, they can find me. I just, if you want to, if you're interested, use the Instagram because I don't use Facebook or Twitter. I have them. I just don't use them. Uh, I use Instagram and it's just my username is C, my first initial. Then my last name, Diagos, C Diagos underscore UFC. That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> C Diagos underscore UFC. <laughs> All right. Well, Christos, I want to thank you for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. Uh, no worries, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right. And Christos Diagos, everybody.